Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hot Body Dawson, I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the Melchester Odyssey, ooh, it's a very special edition this week, um, 13th of August 1983, it's in my left hand, uh, and across the, t- across the front cover it says across the top, Water Sport Watches, special offer inside. Yes, Roy Race is now selling watches from within the pages of Roy of the Rovers, more mm-hmm. on that later on. Um, <laughs> on the front cover, it looks like we're watching some television footage because the frames that the, the, the drawings are in are of a television screen, slightly curved shape. Um, and we see Roy playing for Melchester. That's weird. And he's blasting a, a racist rocket um, and it goes straight into the side of the head of a defender. And um, a crowd member shouts, Oh, Carter of Port Dean took the full force of that Roy Race rocket. And there's no one out there to pick up the rebound. Looks like a throw in for Melchester. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on here. Um, and then in the third of three frames, Noel Baxter picks it up on the touchline. But no! What a run by Noel Baxter! A quick cross could be dangerous! Um, continued on colour pages inside. I don't know what the purpose of this is. Is this to try and get people to buy it, thinking that Roy's back up Melchester? I mean, what, what's... Yeah, scam. To attract it's a scam, mate. Uh, younger, more gullible, vulnerable readers? I don't know. And then inside, Kenny Logan does a diving header. Kenny Logan! Yes! <laughs> As the ball goes past the flailing goalkeeper. And then in the next frame, we see Roy press stop on one of those very modern VHS video recorders. <laughs> yeah. Gigantic buttons. The big, big buttons, sort of buttons yeah. buttons they, they make just for elderly people now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> elderly people who can't have uh, functioned or developed beyond the 1980s bit like me Um, (laughs) and it says on the machine video VHS that's the brand name Uh, and we just see a protruding finger pressing the stop button it is the finger of Roy Race and he says uh, that's a perfect example of what I've been talking about a player coming in wide to produce an unexpected goal okay and they're all sitting there, the Walford players, in their civvies, um, watching intently on the tiny television that's on the table. The fucking video recorder's nearly as big as the telly. He's got pilot tapes. He's got them watching all kinds of shit. Later, driller killer. But for now, <laughs> we're going to be watching Melchester's highlights from next season. This afternoon, I will be showing you a film called I Spit on Your Grave. <laughs> it is a revenge horror with strong sexual elements to it. The lads at the Rovers found it very inspirational. Before our cup final in 1979, we went to Paco Diaz's house and watched a whole movie of a woman fornicating with a live horse. We won the game 3-1. 
These are the sort of cultural changes I need to make to this club in order for you to buy into the Roy Race philosophy. This will give the team the fortitude it requires to go on and win trophies. <laughs> Once you've seen a human fo- sucking off a horse, you are able to show the character to come back from a goal down early in the first half. So uh, he said he said to them, if you attack through the middle all the time, as you've been doing, the opposition will just swamp you. So and we are some... Uh, Roy Racing's that's not the Walford way though is it as uh, Joe Bellamy was saying last week we don't do things like Melchester here we're losers <laughs> um, and it says Roy Race was doing his best to get his points across since his departure to Walford following a disastrous clash with the chairman of Melchester Rovers Roy was determined to carry out his new job to the best of his ability oh well that's good to know I am determined to carry out my new job to the best of my ability uh, it will not be a half-arsed effort I will try pretty much every day. All you can do is do your best. And most days, that's what I will be able to do. Subject to other engagements that I may have already agreed to, many of them corporate appearances, supermarket openings, and other shady business deals that are off the books. Obviously, Tuesday's day off. Um, As a result, (laughs) Wednesday morning, I might be a little bit iffy, might not come in at all. But um, generally, I'll do my best most of the time. Six days out of seven. Yeah, I'm, I'm a grafter, but I always say you also need to know when to take some rest, and I'm I'm very studious about that. <laughs> um. So there he is. It says with the help of video film highlights, we're going to be watching some video film uh, of Melchester's recent games sticking another tape in they all look fucking bored shitless uh, as a further illustration of what I'm getting at let's take a look at last season's milk cup match oh Joe Bellamy stands up at the back and points just a minute race oh fucking hell uh, it says it was not the first time that Joe Bellamy former captain of Walford oh has he already demoted him then He's made him... Hello, I am the manager and new captain. Of course he is. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, Bellamy's just a club cunt now. Yeah. Former captain of... Bellamy, I don't know what your problem is. You're still the club cunt. That's Sonic, (laughs) innit? You're number three on the sticker page. Obviously, there's me. Then there's me again. And then there's you. (laughs) They don't usually do that with player managers. But I actually have a contact at Panini. Uh, We've had a few conversations and they've agreed to let the manager one be me in a suit and then the one next to it, me in a kit. The kids love it. It's more collectible. So it says, uh, it's not the first time that Joe Bellamy, former captain of Walford, had resisted Roy's authority. And he's shouting, you can show us film starring your old mates until we go cross-eyed, but it won't do any good. Uh, Why not, Joe? (laughs) Softly, softly. Because we play for Walford, not Melchester. You can't just bring the Melchester method to a new club and expect it to work. We're not supermen. Well, that's true. Um, Roy says, but there's no such thing as the Melchester method. These are tactics I happen to believe in. I'd try to apply them to any club I was managing. And one of the other players quite rightly points out, 
You'd need the right players, though, Roy. Correct! You're all fired! <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> and uh, Bellamy says, The question is, are we, the, are we right for him? Hey, maybe he's planning to sell off a few of us. Another one says, Well, what about it, Roy? Are you planning to change the team? Roy says, No, for Pete's sake. Who said anything about... And then we see his close-up face, which is looking... He looks he looks oppressed. He looks um, a little frightened. You know what I was thinking? He does look depressed. And I was thinking, really... I mean, we've been doing the, the Melchester Odyssey for years now, and I think it will continue <clears throat> for years. But really, when you stand back and look at it, what this story is about is a really, really, really stressed bloke with All a stressful time. life. Yeah. Like yeah. he, he, he is very rarely happy for any sort of sustained period. Like mm. the thing about Roy is he's got it all going for him, right? But it's it's just one thing after another. It is one thing after another, and in some ways, it's sort of quite good for kids because people mm. often use this phrase now, don't they? In commentary arts, real Roy the Rover stuff, which is supposed to indicate, oh, it's you know it's 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 madder it's like fiction it's too good to be true as mm. if Roy the Rovers was only ever about like relentless successes you know yeah um last minute winners you know huge derby wins silverware blah 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 in fact we've seen the Rovers relegated we have seen him shot <laughs> we have seen his marriage on the rocks we have seen non-stop it's, conflict with his own players. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's a we, human it, drama, it, isn't it? Yeah, it's human drama. And in fact, what it was showing is this Roy the Rovers stuff. When people say Roy the Rovers stuff, in fact, what Roy the Rovers stuff really means is, you know, it, it should it should stand for something else. It should stand for fucking high anxiety, stress, and the nature of living, which is every day, you are just a mere cork on the ocean, right? The yeah. universe is pulling you hither and thither and you never know what's around the corner and all you can do is deal with what's in front of you. That is what I think is what Roy the Rovers is about because mm. it is more about problems than it is about glory. The only thing I would say about Roy is, is that he, he at no point, apart from this move to Walford, which doesn't by any means improve his life, he never really thinks about what he's doing and wonders, am I actually happy? Because he's constantly, his wife's constantly like, you work too hard, right? Mm -hmm. And I think she's actually, she's right. I mean, when he does unwind, he does it at the feathers. You know, he immerses himself <laughs> in, you know, things that are toxic, <clears throat> him and yeah. Blackie. Yeah. So it's interesting. Roy the Rovers is not the sweetness and light that it's sort not. of popular culture will have you believe. It's, it's, this it's, is a man who is fucking heading for a heart attack or a breakdown before he's 40. And it's it's the reality of being a football manager as well. All, all top managers yeah. always say they don't celebrate a trophy win or they'll do for an hour or two and then they just yeah. get down to thinking about the next thing and the next yeah. challenge. So this is this is how it is for Roy as well. Um, so one of them says, yeah, what about it, Roy? Are you planning to change the team? Oh, for Pete's sake, who said anything about? And then he thinks, good grief, what a life. <laughs> what a yeah. life. Yeah, he's probably fucking wondering what he's doing here. He said, I wonder if Blackie Gray is having the same problems with his pre-season build-up. And then we cut across to the Melchester training ground where it just seems like it's a fucking carnival atmosphere, unfortunately, Roy. <laughs> it says, at that very moment, at the Melchester Rovers training ground, um, a young blonde-haired kid 
who could be said resembles Roy Riss slightly. Mm-hmm. As, uh, oh, he looks good. Yes, just scored and traded. Uh, Noel Baxter goes, oh, yes, it's there! <clears throat> Even though Noel's on the defending team in the practice match. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll just stand aside for this one. Um, <laughs> and uh, the voice, which I guess is probably Blacky Grey, says, nice one, young Robbo! I like him. He's a, he's got a lovely look about him, don't you think, Taffy? Reminds me of someone. I can't think of. Lovely, lovely flaxen hair, chiselled facial features, and thighs like those of a thoroughbred racehorse. Beautiful turn of pace and a great shot on him. And he looks like he's packing something special in them shorts of his as well, Taffy. <laughs> what did you say, Blackie? Oh, nothing. Uh, uh, nothing. <laughs> Blackie Gray, Rovers' new player manager, had recently returned from a tour of Spain with the Melchester youth team, which has been running alongside this story in the strip The Apprentices. So I don't know whether that's a short-term one or not. <clears throat> it's still in this week's... In it this week, Blackie Gray receives a telegram at the beginning of it, and it says, You must return immediately. Stop. Get earliest flight. Stop. So... uh yeah, Blackie is back on the Melchester training ground. I don't know who was meant to be doing training. Taffy, Taffy Morgan. Fuck hell. Um, it says, yeah, he returned from a tour of Spain. Uh, the tour has done young Richards a world of good, Blackie. <clears throat> and Blackie says, aye, Taff. Some of the, aye, Taff, some of the things it does remind me of Roy. <laughs> and there you do see a close-up of him. He's just a young fitter, quicker Roy Race. The same acceleration and close control. He's thinking this to himself now. He's not saying it out loud. Devastating <laughs> shooting power. Oh, I was left foot isn't quite as good as the Masters. The Masters. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw Roy in training. He was like a cocker spaniel chasing a piece of silver paper on the wind. <laughs> 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 and uh, oh yeah he's just put a shot just wide of the goal there so he's not quite there he's a he's uh, a raw version of Roy Race as Blackie called a halt to the practice match uh, this kid comes over um, Robbo thanks for letting me work out with the senior players Blackie did I uh, do alright Blackie's got a nice big smile on his face. He's got like a paternal interest in this kid. <laughs> You've got a lot to learn, son. Party shit. He didn't say that. <laughs> on the back. Uh, but it's time you started learning in top class company. How would you like to sign full professional forms for the Rovers? He's seen him play for five minutes. And yeah. just because he looks a bit like Roy. <laughs> he signed him up. <laughs> I don't know what full professional forms are or if that's the correct terminology, but it feels right, so I'll say it. <laughs> Do you think you could come to the hairdressers with me after training? I, th- I-, I don't think it needs a cut. It just needs a little bit of an e-style. <laughs> are you old enough to go in pubs, son? <laughs> uh, I'm not done. I'm only 17. Oh, fuck. Have you seen that film Conan the Barbarian yet? <laughs> It's absolutely boss. How's about me and you going to the movies? I'll buy you a Mivy. 
<laughs> and we'll talk over the terms of your contract. Who am I meant to talk to when I go to the feathers? You'll have to sit in the car park with a Coca-Cola and a bag of crisps. <laughs> this isn't going to work. I retract that professional Forbes thing I just said. Where oh. can I find a blonde man? Have you ever seen the light go out in a man's eyes? <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> No, I don't suppose you have. You're still oh, young, it's, but you will. Maybe it's too soon for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running before I can walk. <laughs> have you ever made two dogs fight in a car park for money? <laughs> and then the next frame is the back page of the, the local paper. Um, Blackie Gray makes first signing as Rovers player manager. Rob Superkid Richards drafted into Melchester's first team squad. Not really. The picture of Rob though, Richards on the on this newspaper article. He looks completely different. He looks <laughs> like he's aged by about twenty he years. Looks like Thirty-five year old, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Jalapeno. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Jalapeño. And Blackie looks about 53. Uh, so yes, it's not really a sign, is it? He's just promoted a kid. Uh, and the TV... Sports announcer is saying uh, the arrival of Richards solves a lot of problems for Blackie Gray, one of them being winger Paco Diaz. The Spanish superstar wants to return to his old club, Real Varagosa, <laughs> now that his contract with Melchester has expired. What? The fucking right now, Paco Diaz? I go home now. I have enough of this shit food. <laughs> shit weather, have- shit food, shit women, shit people. <laughs> I go back now to home. I go back to my chickens. <laughs> <laughs> they miss me so much. <laughs> <laughs> and the fella, Roy's watching the TV uh, dressed in his, uh, his fucking, his dinner suit and everything for the, the, the dance. Uh, and he's leaving room for Richards to link up with Kenny Logan and Glenn Ritchie, forming the youngest striking trio in the first division. And everyone's asking, could Rob Richards be the new Roy Race? It's like they've they've only got eleven fucking full time players at the club. Anyone that comes into the yeah. squad immediately fits into the first eleven, and they will all play all the time. <laughs> Maybe one substitute. <clears throat> so Roy doesn't look happy. He's not got a cup of tea again. He's drinking his cup of tea uh, with a saucer held in his left hand. Which is, of course, the Tory way to drink tea. Yeah. Um, we saw him eating 
using the Tory knife last week, and this week he's drinking Tory tea. Um, Roy had been watching the sports programme from the Walford House, which had been placed at his disposal. Oh, yeah, that's the Harvey Rawson <clears throat> sex dungeon, isn't it? You can have this house. Except for that room. <laughs> Don't go in there, ever. You will go in there. <clears throat> Sometimes you will hear strange noises emanating from that room. Do not investigate. <laughs> Actually, do not investigate anything in this house at all. <laughs> Especially not the wiring. Uh, I did it myself from a manual. <laughs> I don't trust electricians. Most of them are working for the government. Or the Russians. <laughs> or the Russian government. Um, Roy had been watching the sports programme from the Walford House. Uh, the phone rings. Uh, he, his face lights up. He, and he, he thinks, The telephone! <laughs> Who thinks that with the phone rings? The telephone! He thinks, maybe it's Penny calling me from Crete. But it's not. It's Sandy, his secretary. Hi, Roy. I thought I'd better remind you that we've got a date tonight. Oh, fucking oh. hell. <clears throat> What's about, what about your boyfriend, Sandy? Are we on <laughs> I business? I better wash sleep? me balls then. <laughs> <laughs> See where this is going. <clears throat> He, he looks crestfallen. He says, "Oh, it's uh, it's you, Sandy." <clears throat> he think he says, uh, "No, I haven't forgotten. I'll pick you up around seven, okay?" Oh she my says, God! Look at I'll Sandy here, mate. I know. Oh, she's, uh, good job he can't see her. She's wearing a she's very lying short. lying in some frilly gym jams on her front in her boudoir. Yeah, and uh, it's quite becoming. <clears throat> I thought it was like a, a short silk robe, maybe. Fuck maybe we're overthinking this. But, uh, it, it, yeah, let's not fucking go too deeply into it, but it's it's a very alluring image, let's just say that. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay, just have a little more look at that, and then <laughs> Have move a bit on. more look at that, <laughs> quietly. So have a little bit of quiet time. Yeah, we call it. We're introducing a new element to all of our podcasts called Gold, Sam and Andy's Golden Time, which is there will just be a, like a few moments silence. We won't do any talking at all. You might hear us breathing. That's it. And yeah. what we're doing, that's up to us. So usually, yeah. we're just thinking about things. And we'll, we'll do that now. We'll have a little bit of golden time while we have a look at Sandy lying on her bed. Okay. I think that's enough. Um, and then she is looking in the mirror as she's putting her earrings in. Look at that beautiful blonde hair. Um, and she's thinking, hmm, it's going to cause quite a stir when I arrive at the Wolfers Supporters Club dance with the famous Roy Race on my arm. And that's where it ends. Fucking hell, mm. she's got plans, hasn't she? It's, it seems that she does. It says, next week, Walford's first full pre-season friendly and dot, dot, dot. What does dot, dot, dot mean? What's and dot, <laughs> dot, dot, dot rimming? And Roy, Roy <laughs> fucks his secretary <laughs> in the disabled bobs at the hotel. <laughs> at the dinner dance. Oh, Mark's out of 10 for that. I'll give that a 10. 10 Of course. And not just because of her in her bed. Oh, no, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about all the drama and everything within it. Yeah, because there was lots of that going this on. This is a really, really good period. The thing is, obviously, we, we cover Melchester, whatever, but sometimes <clears> it just goes through some really first-class storylines and 
this is great. This was the shake-up it needed, the whole moving to Wolford thing. Yeah. And the sort of turmoil it causes in every element of Roy's life is sensational. Yeah, completely. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple of other things of note in this issue. One of which, of course, is the uh, the watch offer. I didn't actually send you. I'm sorry, I forgot to send you, but there it is. It's like it's got a full page, Sam. Oh, yeah, they're nice. Well, I mean, I wear a Casio still now. I love Casio watches. I would have had one of these. Back then, yeah. I'd that would have, have been my I'd initial have... era when I first started yeah. wearing Casios, and I've never really stopped. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean, a few years ago, I kind of went back to this style of watch. Cause I, I is it saw... the black type? It's the black one, yeah, with the plastic strap. Yeah, um, digital. I, I saw in Pound World for 25 pence, which is even below the usual pound mm. world threshold of one pound, I saw one of those types of watches with the calculator on. 25p watch 25 with pence. a calculator? Yeah. Oh, I wore it in the... Um, oh, yeah, Street Watch. 2019 tour, didn't I? Yeah, Street, street Watch. watch yeah. The, that was what was being marketed by Sir John Fanny Powder Sir at the John time. Sir John Fanny Powder and the Street Watch, yeah. Um, it says, when it comes to getting into the water, no one performs better than Casio. Whether you're swimming, windsurfing, showering, or just walking in the rain. The superb W24 water sport is something special. You can uh, piss on this and it'll still tell you what time it is. To the nearest second. 50 <laughs> metres water resistant. Time and date display. Auto calendar programmed for leap years. With a daily alarm, hourly time signal, and also a countdown timer alarm. You will never be late again. <laughs> Quite like being late sometimes. Um, sports enthusiasts will appreciate the one one hundredth second professional stopwatch. Records normal time, net time, lap time, first second place times. Time yourself around the block or across the pool. Ideal for timing Ovet and Co on TV. Oh, what a great thing. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's the Olympics soon. I need something to time these cunts on. Why? They have a timer on the screen. Yeah, I don't trust that. <laughs> It, I don't trust that. That's the BBC do that. No, it's not. It's the Olympic Committee themselves. I don't trust any of the cunts. I yeah. want to fucking know, yeah. right? All I trust is what I see in my own fucking eyes. So I'm getting a watch with a timer on because I don't believe any of this shit <laughs> that your codes <laughs> and your ovets come out with. All your fucking cramps, right? Uh, Fuck, fucking liars. So and they're can... about to be exposed by my fucking sports watch. <laughs> Which is only thirteen ninety five, or it says want more, then go for our W twenty five Casio multi alarm water sport. It has all the above features plus four independent alarms: two normal, one with pre alarm signal, and one with post alarm signal. Well, I don't want a pre alarm signal. The alarm's the alarm. If I wanted a signal for the fucking pre alarm, I'd set the alarm for that. But whatever, that's two quid extra. And you've got to uh, um, fill in the form, send your crust check. Uh, or postal orders payable to IPC magazines with your name and address on the back so there we are Roy is now selling watches um, like Del Boy from within the pages of this is uh, Thatcher's Roy era Rose. mate this That's Thatcher's is. really getting into her fucking stride at this stage and everyone was is. like Del Boy or Arthur Daly everyone <clears> was selling. there was no shame in selling now there's shame in selling isn't there mm. it's shameful to be selling anything well, we're I mean look at me with my camera s- equipment yeah we're right? embarrassed about our subscription service aren't we that we I'm have. trying to sell this camera equipment I don't need anymore and th- yeah it's shameful 
It is shameful mm. to be doing it. And I don't know, it shouldn't be, but it is. But in the 80s, there was no shame in selling. It was f- fucking something that, you know, that you, you'd be proud of. It's, I mean, yeah, it's you were hustling. Transactional. It's just, it's just um, earning a living, putting food on the table. Mm. Um, on the Roy's message page, he says, um, Hi, pals. Here's news of a special offer. Oh, again? Another one? Uh, in next week's issue, you will have the opportunity of obtaining a BMX bicycle. For only six, <laughs> I've, never, I've never heard it called that ever. A BMX bicycle is a phrase that has never had never been used before or since. He's like, uh, you will be able to obtain. It says here a BMX bicycle. It's like saying you can drive a <clears throat> Ferrari automobile. <laughs> he says for only sixty nine pounds ninety five. It's turned into QVC. The price includes delivery. Uh, yeah. They have 20-inch spoke, spoke wheels, front and rear caliper brakes, and come in a choice of six colour schemes. There's also a 12-month guarantee, plus a promise of your money back if you're not satisfied. Money back will not be available. <laughs> if, if you like bikes, you can't afford to miss this opportunity. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's gone. This thing with the watches seems like it could be a runner. So let's try and sell some bikes as well. <laughs> Christmas is coming. 30th of August. Uh, fucking hell. And then in the caller... Mind of the you, week, Andy, like, they've nailed it on. What is this, 1983? Yeah. I think I got my first... I think I got my BMX in 1980. I think I got Christmas 84. Yeah. But a Casio watch, a Roy the Rover subscription, a Casio watch and a fucking BMX. Yeah, that's the dream. I mean, back then, that was every component you required to be the boy about town. And they've they've timed it perfectly. Like I say, this is 13th of August. So kids will be going, oh, can I have that? Can I have that? Can I have that? Parents will be, you can get it for Christmas. Yeah, all right. We'll we'll ask Santa for it now. Just bowling around on a BMX with a Casio watch on. Fucking hell. If you see, if you watch, I've probably talked about this before. But one of my favourite pop videos is for IOU by Freeze. Yeah. Because um, it was all shot around West London, I think, sort of where I grew up. And it's just these fucking... It's the lads from Freeze who are just bowling around, bit bit noncy in a way, because they're just mm. bowling around like these streets where all the kids are hanging out. But they're both like adults. And they are... I think one of them's got his keytar strapped around him and it's and like they're singing IOU a sleeveless t-shirt as well I believe yeah that, that rings and they're singing IOU which is a fucking classic tune it certainly is but these these kids are just fucking bowling around on their BMXs and there is one great bit where they all just suddenly stick their hands in the middle in a circle a bit like yeah. a superhero team yes. might, like Battle of the Planets and they're all wearing Casio watches yeah and I can't I, I mean it's the most sort of nostalgia filled video that I that you can watch that anyway watch it is all I'm saying one day we'll deep dive it I might go on eBay and buy an old Casio watch from the years oh yeah of course I fucking won't I uh, always wear a gold Casio watch it's whoa. my watch of choice yeah that's the fancy type oh you want to be but careful it's you'll not get, more you'll expensive get, you'll get taxed for that no it's not more expensive it just it's makes not. you look rich right but it's just the same in fact I think the ones with the waterproof rubberized, you know the classic yeah. black kind of rubber straps are more expensive because it's a really? sort of a, yeah this is cheap metal that's been painted gold but oh. I like it because I think it makes me feel like it makes me look like Julio Iglesias yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean understandable 
Yeah. We'll end with the phone call of the week, which is from Mark McElwraith. Mark lives in Whitburn. Mark lives in Whitburn, West Lothian, Scotland, and says, I know it's meant to be call of the week, but some people who read your comment don't have a phone to call you. I'm one of them, so I'm writing yeah. to you instead. And I can't afford the phone. And then Where's he, says he from, Miss Camp? He's from Scotland, West Lothian. Right. He says he's a bit of piece that he wants to say by the way I'm 10 years old and I support Rangers and then Royce finishes by saying I've no objections to readers writing into this feature especially if they can't phone me you could be lucky like Mark and win £3 well done Mark maybe you can spend your £3 on a fucking phone my best mate when I was a kid Alex Jones he didn't have a phone and uh I don't think it was because they were poor. And one time I went, why haven't you got a phone? Which was a bit of a fucking Larry thing to say when you're a kid mm. round at your mate's house. But his family were very much like my family. I, not, what I mean is, is that they took me in. Mm. And his dad was the one responsible for making me become a West Ham fan. Right. Because we lived in Brentford, which is obviously fucking miles away. But his dad was an East Ender who was really into West Ham. And as a result, yeah. my mate was. And they sort of got me into it. And he was a, an, a legend on the estate, Malcolm. Mm. And I went, I went, uh, hey, you got a phone? Because even back then, as a Litlan, I was, you could see that I was going to be Britain's top journalist because yeah, I just asked questions, questions very directly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. fuck around. Why have you got a phone? He went, a fucking phone. That's all I need. What if it rings when I'm in the bath? That was his only explanation. <laughs> That's fucking I, spot on, yeah. I, it's quite Dawson thinking yeah. that, actually, isn't it? It's like, what then, do I need that potential disturbance for? But then you couldn't do 1471 and find out who'd ring you. It'd be no. you. It was just like, you'd just, just not know who it was. Yeah. They could yeah. have afforded one, that's for sure. They yeah. like that. I remember they had a few quid. His mum worked as a secretary for the RAF. Ooh. What a fucking job yeah. that was. And she used to bring us back loads of RAF shit, right? Um, not like equipment, but, you know, paraphernalia, stationery and whatnot. Yeah. And but, I don't know what Malcolm did, but he had a really good car and they owned... We lived on the estate, but they owned their property So it on wasn't it, right? a financial decision to not have a phone. No, it was just... It was, it was just, just... He was like... Was he, he believed in the just yeah. rest lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and I, I've always remembered it. I was really young. He was like, fuck that. Imagine someone called when I was <laughs> yeah, in the bath. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how long do you spend in the bath? On an Hours. average week. <laughs> fucking ages. <laughs> If I'm at home, trust me, I'll be in the I'm bath. I'll be in the bath. I'll be dinner in there. <laughs> Sometimes I'll <laughs> sleep in there. I ate a Savaloy in there last night. It was fucking dreamland. <laughs> if you ever get the opportunity, young man, have a Savaloy in the bath. Then you'll see what I'm change, talking about. Change your life. <laughs> right, that's it. We'll find out what happens at the dinner dance with Roy and Sandy next time, I guess. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.